Well, everybody, here I am again. David Patrick Wilson and Wilson's Corner. And, you know, it just keeps going on and on and on and on. And uh, where this merry-go-round stops, who knows? You know, there aren't enough bodies yet, I guess. Today we passed uh, 50,000 mark. That's more people than died in Vietnam in 10 years, plus 9-11 in 10 weeks, in less than 10 weeks. And yet this poor fool in the White House, this delusional, misguided, malcontent who occupies the Oval Office is still in complete denial about any culpability or responsibility for the things that have happened. When in fact, you know, as time rolls on, more and more people understand that he is very much at cause for the radical number of people who have died from this horrific pandemic, which I call Trump Virus 20. You know, you can call it COVID-19 if you want, but It will always be Trump Virus 20 for me. It's particularly particularly difficult for me today, uh, you know, because we they passed the uh, the Vietnam body count, American body count uh, today, and today also marks um, a couple of major milestones in my life. First of all, yesterday was my uh, my daughter's anniversary. God bless her. Uh, she um, she was married, uh, I guess, 15 years, 20. How long ago is it now? It's uh, 25 years ago now. Maybe I guess 25 years ago. Um, God bless you, dear. She doesn't speak to me anymore, but there's a lot of people that don't speak to me anymore. And I prefer to think that it's probably their loss, although I'm sure that they feel otherwise, otherwise they'd speak to me. Who knows? But it also marks the 50th anniversary of my brother's death uh, on my motorcycle riding in the rain on the night before he was supposed to ship to Vietnam. So I count him uh, among the Vietnam body count, the BC as they used to call it. He never really ever wanted to go. That wasn't his thing. Although he was a fighter, he was a lover too. He only fought people that he knew, and he only fought them for more the sport of it than anything else. He never carried any malice with him. The thought of him going to Southeast Asia and destroying other human beings. He was actually... uh, He had actually applied for medic training. He was going to be a medic because he didn't want to kill anybody. But he never made it that far. Went out for a ride in the rain with a beer in his hand on my Harley Sportster, my 64 Sportster. And uh, that was it. You know? And I remember having to identify his body. and My heart goes out to those people who have to identify these bodies. 
there are so many. And many of them don't get identified and they're tossed in metal caskets and mass graves. I don't know what kind of ID they have on them. If they had ID, I guess a lot of homeless people don't. Um, I don't understand, you know, the, the point of burial with so many of these. If you don't know who they are, you know, why not, you know, you want, you're, you're looking for places to stack six-foot metal boxes that are going to last forever, and you stack them three high or four high or however many, however deep those holes are, and then you cover them over. Um, I don't understand why you wouldn't uh, incinerate them and put their ashes in individual containers that are much smaller can be easily identified and stored and but that's not the way we do death predominantly here you know that's uh i don't know somehow that equates with hell but what really equates with hell with me is how all of this has been handled you know it's been pretty much a horribly botched job although uh, porky likes to get out there and pat himself on the back and let everybody know how important he is and how how wonderfully he's handled it and how well it's done. I wonder if he's, he, I, he, I have yet to hear him show any empathy or any compassion for a single dead person. I don't really believe he has the ability to do it. I don't think that he's connected at all to his emotions. I think that that's a severe disorder of which he is, you know, just there's this one more syndrome that, uh, that he is uh, subject to that cancels out all human feeling. I don't think he ever for a moment considers others' feelings. Anybody. I don't think that if he had considered what his wife's feelings were when she was laying there with their newborn, you know, what her feelings were when, as he was, you know, using uh, Stormy Daniels for a, a trampoline, um while she was, while his wife was in the hospital. That's pretty horrible. But he'd done that before. That's just kind of the way he operated. If you, you see what you want, you take it. You see what, you know. And the cost in, not you know, the human cost is, is, is astronomical and there's no price tag that you can put on that. But there is a price tag that you can put on what's happened to the economy as a result. And a lot of that was contraction that needed to happen because it was, you know, an overheated economy one more time. It had been 10 years um, building the longest in history, the longest bull market in history. Started by his arch enemy, Barack Hussein Obama who was, in my mind, so much better a president that it can't even be quantified. The difference between them is incredible. I mean, here's a man that goes to a church where people were murdered in a, you know, a mass murder in South Carolina, and he, he embraces the people, he cries with them, he sings with them, he puts himself there in their presence with his heart and soul in the house of God, doing the godly thing. I have yet to see this man in a house of God. I have no 
you know, you hear that these evangelists are 100%. What, what are they looking at? His bank account? Is that the deal? Because if you're going to tell me that there's anything remotely Christian about this man, you know, I'm going to laugh right in your face. What are you looking at? What are you looking at? I mean, I don't want to judge this guy, I'm, but I am going to judge what he does, what he's done. You know, I'm not his judge. I'm not the one that's going to stamp, put the stamp of approval on him or disapproval when he gets to the gates or if they, if they even do that. I don't know how that works. I've never been there. And, I, you know, that's not my job. But my job, one of my jobs here is to pay close attention to how people are operating here and call them on the stuff that they're not doing the way they ought to be doing it. I can't condemn him. I won't condemn him. But I sure as hell can convict him. And he is convicted. He is who was at the helm of this country when these events transpired. Events that were known to be happening last autumn. It wasn't just, it didn't just show up here in January or February. They knew what was going on. They knew what was going on since last September, October. Before they signed the trade pact with the Chinese, and, you know, in which the, apparently the Chinese put a, a, you know, an escape clause, right, that included pandemic. So they knew what they were doing, and they knew who they were doing it to. See, he's the laughing stock of the entire world, and the people that back him are looked at as total buffoons, and they are guys standing on the steps of of courthouses and state houses you know with arm to the teeth with weaponry that has absolutely no bearing against a virus what are you going to do shoot a hole in the covid how's that going to work for you and all of these people you know i mean it's so amazing to me that this country is so rife with with attention deficit disorder, adult attention deficit disorder, that these people can't obey a suggestion that could save their lives to stay indoors, to find ways of being productive. You know, I mean, I haven't stopped working. I'm still working 12 and 14 hour days, writing and, you know, doing music and, you know, holding classes and I'm writing a book and two plays and you know, and, not, and I'm not touting myself as being the be-all and the end-all, but there's at least something else that you could do. Build a model. You know, build that, uh, that frigate that you always wanted to do. You know, and put it on your mantelpiece or paint a picture or do something other than be a thug or be a mug or be a slug. Because that's who that these people are. They're armed slugs. And they stand there holding their gun, right? Happiness is a warm gun, right? Happiness is a warm gun. White album. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This country is so sad. We have had way too much of everything for too long. I've said for years, we produce 50 times the waste of any nation on earth. We produce more waste than everybody else combined. We are 4% of the population that dumps 50% of its waste. 
That is insanity. But the good news about this is, and don't tell me there isn't a God, because he threw the brakes on here. You know, this was a man-made incident. This COVID-19 is a manufactured item. It's a weaponized virus that was intended to do damage from the very beginning, and it's doing damage. It kills seniors, it kills blacks, it kills Latinos at a much higher rate than it does white folk. And it's been released in a way where it would maximize the impact. And the point, you know, you it, listen, the guy can't get anybody to agree on anything when it comes to Social Security and Medicare. But if you eliminate the population that it pertains to, well, then you don't have a problem, do you? No, man. Wipe them out. And if you think that this is the end, they're already setting us up for the next round. The second wave. And that's what Trump wants. He wants a second wave. That's why he encouraged all of these people to get out there and liberate their states. Liberate Minnesota. Liberate Ohio. Liberate Michigan. And they and his thugs jumped to it. Like Jimmy boys to the Kool-Aid. You know? Jimmy Jones, man. You remember that one? These are the same people. These are the same kinds of people. Maybe they got a little bit slightly different MO. You know? It ain't spiritual with them. Although, according to these evangelists, you know, this is God's... He delivered them. Well, if that's true, then that's what he delivered them for. He delivered them to create this breakdown so that the air would clear, the waters would clear, the garbage would clear. We wouldn't be consuming so much. We'd learn how to use toilet paper. You know, instead of wadding up pillows to wipe our butts, we'd be learning to fold and square and, you know, wash our hands afterwards. Don't pick your nose. Don't wipe your face. Wipe your butt. America, America, home of the free and land of the full of shit. And we've proven that. But you know what we also are? We are the land of innovators. We are the minds and the imagination. We are going to get through this. We're going to come out better on the, on the other side. We're going to make things happen that needed to happen the way they're supposed to happen because we are who we are. God bless us all. That's it for me. Out. And uh, where this merry-go-round stops, who knows?